0: hello welcome to game changer monday through friday david villa and our crew dive into god's word and talk about how to take principles from the bible and apply them to our daily lives thanks so much for listening and here's our host
1: all right guys what's up good morning welcome good morning to- Jesus scared me that <laughs> right in there I'm like, we got going get some kind of it's voice like feedback. <laughs> they didn't even get to the G. I'm like, good morning. Yay! <laughs> good morning, guys. What's up? David Villa here with Mike and Ez. Yo, What's yo, yo. Up? We're missing Sam and Walt. But that's all right. We got you guys. It's all good, man. We got Jesus. We got, yeah. Uh,
0: we got the, uh, oh, no, I'm not going to say We got that. the alpha dog. The alpha and the omega. I was going to say we got the essentials, but that was, uh, <laughs> that was a little bit of a jab that I was not planning on saying. Oh, oh, we got
1: man. the, we got we got the essential, all right. Hey, <laughs> we got the essential. Jesus is here. Hey, he said with two more. That's all he said, man. You just got to have two or more. Are there are there two listeners this morning? <laughs> I know I know we have some listeners on our audio services because we see the subscribes and we get the feedback. But do we have anybody watching this this morning? Anyone? Is there anyone? Come on, it's Monday morning, and uh, we're gonna talk a little bit about <clears throat> faith, favor and your future. That kind of has a little ring to it, doesn't it? Faith, favor, and your future. Come on, man. We all love, those words are all pretty cool. You know, I mean, our future, you know, we like that. We like that. We like Jeremiah 29, 11. I've got plans for you, says God. I've got, I've got a future plan for you. I've thought about you. He, how cool is it that that scripture, that scripture means I've thought about you. You know, what I mean, I've I've the the master of the universe, the God of creation has thought about you and I. Okay, so I have plans for you. Plans for good, not for evil plans to do good with you. And then you got favor, which we like, but I want to break it down a little more over the next couple of days. We'll talk about this in maybe a couple of days. And then we got faith. Faith is a good word too. I mean, these are all three power words, but here's the reality. The faith part of it is you got to have faith and you got to hold on. You got to believe and you got to push through and you got to work through some things. Right. And the faith I'm talking about is the faith. Even when you don't see it, it's the faith. Even when you don't feel it, it's the faith, even when you're not experiencing it or walking in it. And all you have is a snapshot of your future. So here's my question. Is it, or is it possible for you and I to keep the faith to hold on to the faith when all we have is a snapshot of our future. Of course, the answer is yes, right? And uh, I want to start by saying something this was originally being part of the title was a little too long, but <laughs> so but let me kick it off with this, guys. So the importance of identifying and activating your God-given assignment. So we we talk a lot about this, but you know, this is really what game changer is all about. It's the importance of identifying and then activating your God given assignment. This is the unique reason. That's what's really cool. It's not just the reason, but it's a unique reason. It's the DNA reason. It's the fingerprint reason. It's the, like it's the, it's the, it's the you only reason why you were put on this earth. Mm-hmm. That's what's really cool. So God has such an intricate plan for you and for every you listening and every you that is Going to listen and hearing this, and he has a unique plan for each one of you, each one of us. All right, so let's just say this once someone discovers their assignment, let's say you've discovered it, right? Let's say you've identified it. Let's say you've identified it. All right, you may feel overwhelmed by how large and significant it seems. And let me just say this if it's a God deal, which is what we're talking about, right? We're not talking about just like, you know, just something that you're buying time. We're not talking about just a filler job. We're not talking about those types of things, right? But if you've if identified it, if you've identified it, right, it can be overwhelming with, with how large and significant it seems. But here's the thing I've noticed, that if it's a God thing, it will be overwhelming at times. If it's a God thing, it will seem almost impossible. I mean, if you read the scripture, right, the, the heroes of the faith, right? We look at the men and women that God has raised up and talked about and preached about in the Bible. We write about and guess what? They do things, and we we talk about and read about stories where life and death is on the line. It's not just—I mean, it's like you know—the very thing that stands between the destiny of the people we read about in the Bible sometimes is what's trying to kill them. <laughs> Think about that for a second. It's what's trying to kill them that's standing between them. So I mean, I don't know anything that's—I don't know anything that's more uh, overwhelming than that. So if it's large it's God, right? If it's a God thing, then it's large. It's, 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 it's significant. It's overwhelming. All right. And so this may put somebody off listening. Right. And, and, you know, there's a movie, one of my favorite movies, uh, series. I love them mission impossible. Oh yeah. (laughs) So it's, it's likely to feel like mission impossible. You know, here's the crazy thing though. When you watch that movie, I want to tell you as cool as it is the first couple of times. And I mean, I watch it just because it's like comfort, you know, food. Once you watch it, you kind of get to know the characters, you don't like it, but you know, the ending, you know, the beginning, the middle and the ending every time it's just a different group of people. You know, it's mission impossible, but really, really it's not impossible for the person that you're watching perform the feats. Even when you think he's dead, he's not. Even when you think he's out, he's not. Even when you think he can't do it, he can. And so, It feels like Mission Impossible, but you forget the storyline centered around Jesus. And every time you read a story in the Bible, and it has to do with a a man or woman of God, you know how it's going to end. That's the thing I want to encourage you today. You've read every story in the Bible, and you know how those stories are going to end when you begin to read them. And so I'm going to tell you, you should know how your story is going to end. It seems like Mission Impossible, and this is how it should feel if your assignment was easy that you could do it so easy that you could do it on your own strength, the devil would take you out in a heartbeat. Therefore, you need God's favor. And that's what comes in. Because the devil, the enemy, cannot overcome God. And his favor is the key. So I want to teach you this lesson today. We're going to talk about this over the next couple of days. Rely on God. The Lord's direction and his provision and not on your, on simply on your own capacity.
0: We've talked about it in the past, like trying to do, you know, once, once you've identified what, what it is that you're going towards in life, what you, Mm -hmm. once you know your purpose, you know, I've talked about mine, um, trying to achieve it yourself. You're always going to fall you're always going to fail. You're always going to fall on your face if you if you do it outside of God's will. You know, the calling on my life years ago was that I would reach thousands through music. Mm-hmm. And I always, you know, thought that that meant I'm going to be on the big stage. I'm going to be, you know, the next drummer for Elevation or Hillsong or the next big band that's going to make the big breakthrough. You know, I always thought that and really that wasn't the case. And I tried to do it. The, I tried to go that direction. I tried to I aspired and chased towards being on that big stage and mm-hmm. God ultimately said showed me like this really isn't what what I meant. It's not what I meant at all. You are going to reach thousands, but not in that way. Mm-hmm. You're going to reach thousands in a different way. And this is how your plan is. And then it was at that moment that I was able to turn and go, okay, this makes more sense. Right. And then once in, once you have God's favor and once you're following his, you know, his steps, you know, the reward becomes, As weird as it sounds, the reward becomes so much more rewarding. Going up and playing and hearing, you know, a band and people that I have a lot of respect for tell me that I was good enough to play with them was great. But being able to touch people's lives um, in a smaller environment and being able to interact with them was so much more rewarding Mm -hmm. than being able to go up and play in front of thousands, you know, every single week. Right. 100%.
1: Well, it, it, so, it, you know, but here's the deal, and absolutely, and thank you for sharing that story. And some people are out there thinking right now that, you know what, Mike, you've, you've discovered your, your purpose, or, you know, it sounds like that you're settled with your purpose. And, you know, I, I'll be honest with you, I'm going to be vulnerable here, and I know you're, you as well feel the same way. I'll be honest with you, sometimes I wonder about some of mine, you know, and it's okay, so i want i wanna kind of i wanna kind of build you up in my transparency and maybe in my vulnerabilities rather than just what i've done you know it's it's a cup it's a it's a twofold because the reality is you know i'm i'm forty eight years old and so you have to ask, so i have to ask myself you go okay dave i see some of the things that you've done or whatever and maybe this is you know you're you're working inside of your purpose and the elements of that are true and we're teaching from that but i'm gonna be vulnerable with you i'm still I'm still searching. I'm still struggling. I'm still going, okay, God, you know, God's working these things out in me. These, this is, this is me talking. This is therapy for me that you get to benefit from. (laughs) If that makes sense, but it takes faith and commitment. The reality is this, you know, there's so many things that I can go back and look on, you know, in, in my life, in my ministry, in my family, in, in callings and things in business where God has, you know, said things through, through men and women of God, through his word, through dreams, through, uh, you know, through inspiration, through his nudging, through feeling it direction, you know, leading me, navigating me through his word. And you get these things, you get, you get the, you get your, your purpose, begins to come into alignment or you get bits and pieces and people confirm it and they say things like, you know, how you're going to play here. And you're going to do this. You're going to be in front of this. all of these things start to kind of fit into place. And then time kicks in and then, you know, disappointment kicks in and what you thought was going to be the dream, you know, goes away and everything begins to happen. And then you go, okay, well, is this it? But I got a news for you that, that God, God's ways are above your ways. His thoughts are above your thoughts. And, I, and, and the great news is that. The journey is even though you're older, even though you might not have, it might not have happened when you thought it was going to, or when the opportunity, you know, presented itself the way it did with the group it did in the context it did. And I'm talking to everybody just kind of using, you know, all of our stories and meshing them together. It doesn't mean that it won't happen. Matter of fact, it will, if it's a God thing. And so that, and here's the thing, that's the whole premise of this story that we're talking about. I mean, the story, this whole lesson. Because, you know, we're and we're talking a little bit about a couple of people. Specifically, I want to help God help me navigate through this a little bit. And, cause we, and we can take some time. We can take a couple of days and go through it. But, I mean, Moses. You know, how do you think Joshua felt? You know, this is Moses, right? This is Moses. And my pastor preached on Moses yesterday. And he put a diagram up that um, Moses died when he was 120. Well, he, he was uh, born in a time where... Um, Hebrews, and my pastor pointed out yesterday, and we're not talking about that today, but I just want to, we do mention Moses here in the, in the beginning of my notes where Joshua took over, but I just want to kind of explain this. I think it would help as well. Moses was 120 when he died, but check this out. His life was broken into four, three categories of 40 years. So Hebrews were out beginning to grow massively. And so, you know, the uh, Egyptian law was going to be, hey, we're going to put We're going to put to death the firstborn. Kind of reminds you when Jesus was born, fast forward, right? A couple thousand years later when Herod did that out of fear. So out of fear, they begin to put him to death. Well, Moses' mom, you know the story, right? The Sunday school story. She puts him in a basket, floats him down the, the Nile. And then here's the thing. Pharaoh's own daughter finds him and raises him. Check this out. Now, he raises Moses as an Egyptian for 40 years. So you would go 40 years what? Moses is called to lead the people out of Egypt. Well, and then God didn't even like call him to do that until he was 80. Think about this. So you could go, Hey, God couldn't, I have done more when I was a young man at 40, when my legs are stronger and I felt better. That's what my pastor preached on yesterday. And you know, ultimately here's the deal. Moses was being prepared. He pointed this out yesterday. So this is kind of free. Moses was being prepared in the best education system that the world knew at that time which was Egypt to write to read you know to do the things that that he could only learn there and then at forty he kills an Egyptian for for uh, beating up a Hebrew he know he saw he saw it and he got angered and then leaves for forty years check this out forty years he wanders around in the wilderness himself then you go okay then he's 80. <laughs> And then God speaks to him through a burning bush and says, go back to Egypt, lead my people out. Everybody that wanted to kill you, well, I'll get to that in a second. It was a pretty powerful scripture that he brought up yesterday. But here's the, here's the gist of it. The gist of it is, why did he have to go through the wilderness experience? Well, those 40 years, is it possible that God was teaching him what he would need to know to lead his people out of the wilderness? Mm-hmm. And then here's what's really cool, too. This is a little fast forward to the end of it. Well, you know what? I missed it. And you know something, man, everyone, these people were out to get me and these people stood in my way and this, this enemy. But you know what God said to Moses? He said, when he was 80 years old, he said, go back to Egypt. He said, God, you know, he started giving all these excuses and God said, everyone that wanted to kill you is dead. The 40 years in Moses was in the wilderness. Those people that wanted to kill him for what he did died. Mm -hmm. It's crazy when you, when I think about it, um,
0: you know, I'll tell a little bit of a story. I worked, I've worked, I worked with Dave starting in 2012, um, the end of February that year. Mm-hmm. It was literally a God, it was a God thing in how I actually came, cause Dave and I have known each other for many years and you guys were coming out of Red Robin.
1: Yeah, I remember.
0: You guys were coming out of Red sounds Robin. sounds really good right now. I was sitting outside smoking cause I was working at the mall and I talked to you guys for and you a know, few You smoked at that time. Yeah, I like did smoke mean, at that time. But yeah. I'm,
1: I'm, I'm grateful that you smoked at that time because I would've, would've We would've never seen each other. It
0: was as weird as it sounds. Um, and I think literally a week later right. you text I think you texted me and said, "Hey, uh would you be interested or i I don't know, you asked me a couple of questions and said, "Hey, why don't you come in and talk with us for a minute?" So you kind of explained it, and literally like it was it was God's calling because where I worked at, they were shutting down the program that I was working for, so like <clears throat> the week that you called me was my last week working there, and you said, Well, do you want to start next week?" And you guys hired me on in that point. And that was a God thing. And after I'd been here, I think I was here. Right
1: I mean, out. you might've still had that burger from Red Robin in the refrigerator as a leftover. That's how quick we hired. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. And, uh, so I first I day he here. ate that leftover
0: Red Robin burger for lunch. I ended up stepping down from here, going back to school full time, working with my family as my family built their business. Mm-hmm. And you called me out of the blue. Uh, we still, we still saw each other at church. We still saw each other, but you called me out of the blue one day and it was a Friday. It was a Friday afternoon I said, Hey, you want to come by and talk with us? literally the moment I saw your name on my phone, I, God said something to me. He goes, I have something in store for you. Mm. And I was like, okay. So I answered, I came in and I ended up coming back. Um, and now I've been back here almost two years. Um, and as I've worked here, it's the, when we talk about finding, you know, your, um, purpose, Mm -hmm. I've always been hired back in one role, which is it. That's my, passion i love you know technology i love working with it as weird as it sounds i love fixing computer problems don't judge me it's weird i'm weird i'm glad somebody does but we would be in trouble every time i've worked here you know you have always been able to see kind of past just what i normally work on and that's how my job has always kind of developed a little bit um i always had an eye and ear for audio visual stuff so i ended up the first time i worked here getting said hey do you want to work in this i'll give it a shot I'm also the person that, you know, I'm not going to say no if you ask me to do something. I'll at least try it. If I fail, I fail, but I'll at least try it. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, that's, you know, doing things like that has eventually kind of put me into the purpose of where I'm at, which is now, I was talking to you about it last week, I've kind of just developed into what's considered a project manager. You know, if we have a big project, I'm really good on that side of things. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's crazy when we talk about when you're looking for that purpose, if you are looking for that purpose. You know sometimes you're never going to realize where it's going to come from i never realized i was going to be good working when some of our call center stuff until last year hit and we were overwhelmed and i think um, Dell and diana said hey we need help do you think you could do this i'll give it a shot and see how it works and i ended up being decent at it so i ended up being able to fill that gap and you know it's finding you know kind of saying yes to certain things when god kind of whispers it in your ear like hey there's an opportunity here to try something at least give it a shot because you may realize that you're actually really good at it. And that also will help you discover your purpose in some ways, you know, and that may be God's way of going, look, here's a red crab. Start going down this way. Start going down this way. Well, what I
1: hear you saying is be available. You yes. know, I mean, so look, if, if you're listening and you think, man, you know what, man, David's got his leadership on point. Wow. You know I mean? He must hear from God. You know, I mean, thankfully I hear from God. I don't always listen to God. But it's, it's not, here's the reality. The reality is I'm not that smart. You know, and anybody, by the way, anyone that says they are, run from them. When somebody, when somebody acts like that, you know, that when somebody has too much of a God complex, run from them. I'm gonna tell you, I need his direction on a daily basis. And I need him to bail me out all the time. I need him to correct my mistakes on a regular basis. I need him to, I need his grace to show up. You know, and so look, here's the reality though. The reality, and God's really been dealing with me on some things i sent myself several packets of notes last night i was up late on marketplace ministry and you know uh, the term has been around for a little while but i want you to understand if you're if that's this this is where god is taking us in our company a true marketplace ministry and if i'm talking to business people that love the lord and you know you have a dream and you have a desire, and you want to see God move in your business, in your life, in your career, you know, and, uh, you know, I want to tell you that Mike, Mike hit it on the head. He was, what he was is available. And reality is you have to earn an income. And if you think ministry or your destiny, when it's wrapped around God, and you think work and church are two separate things, then you've missed it. And I think we've missed it for a long, long time in the kingdom. Because the reality is, it's not as we've known even through the pandemic, and you know something. There's been multiple things, and listen, God didn't cause any of this. Okay, but He allowed it. I want you to understand this. He didn't cause it, God. But nothing happens unless either, either, God wills it or or allows it. I want you to hear the, Please don't tell me. I'm not saying God God uh, God caused it. He either wills it. it was, I'm not saying it was His will. He either wills it or He allows it. Do you get it? One of those two, meaning if, if not one of those two things, he would cease to be God because you're, then it would be like, he didn't know about it. So he had to allow it, not will it, but allow it. Mm-hmm. And, and he allowed Job to be tempted. I mean, we read the story where Satan went and petitioned God for Job, a, a man that was holy, a man that was righteous, a man that loved God. Satan went and said, give me a crack at him. Now God didn't will it, but he allowed it with some terms. So what I'm trying to tell you is with this whole thing with covid if it if it done if it did nothing else if if reality still is that there are a great amount of churches body churches and congregations that are not open in certain areas and certain states are run differently in certain you know areas are run differently thank god our church is open thank god that we have the ability but if that's really the case today more than ever god is wanting to raise up Men and women in the marketplace, men and women in the career field, because I'm going to tell you something that that's, that you, 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 you spend every day there. And so imagine, so just be available. And so it brings me back to this, the story, And and we're going to have to do this tomorrow because we have three pages and maybe even Wednesday, but imagine this, how Joshua felt. So Moses, this guy we're talking about, this guy, my pastor talked about yesterday and really yesterday just helped add to this for me. But this is not really about Moses, but the guy I just told you about, the resume. I spent 40 years in Egypt being trained. I spent 40 years in the wilderness being trained and 40 years leading people through the wilderness. But he wasn't able to lead him into the promised land because of mistakes he made. And imagine being Joshua. Moses died. And then the Lord told Joshua, all right, I want you to lead this army. I want you to lead my people into the promised land. And defeat, by the way, the seven nations that are over there. The, by the way, those nations that are greater than you, those nations that are mightier than you, those nations that are bigger than you, right? I want you to go in and do it. So it was mission impossible. Imagine being Joshua, but Joshua showed what? He didn't show the qualification. He didn't show the pedigree. He didn't show. He didn't show like his cockiness. He showed faith. And committed unconditionally, and by crossing. The, the river, Jordan, right? The flooded river, which the Lord had parted. And when he did that, he was obedient. He He showed a willingness and he continued on. Even though the Lord closed off the river behind him, Joshua, behind him. Could you imagine? Like you walk over and you're like, I'm going to try this out. And then all of a sudden you turn around and it, there was a time when, when, when uh, God closed the river on the enemy, but at this particular time he closed the enemy, the river behind his people. And so you look at your Joshua and you go, okay, I'm going to try this thing out. No, 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 that's not what he did. He was committed to it. You have to be committed to your future.
0: I was gonna say that was the word that stuck out most to me when you were just talking is the word he committed unconditionally. Mm. When you when you get called for something and you hear God say, I want you to do this. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll lessen this down a little bit. My kind of saying on a lot of things is I don't half but anything. You either know but it or all but it. You know, mm-hmm. fill in other words as you wish. Um, but that's kind of what, you know, my premise and how I, you know, when we were talking about, you know, being available, that's how I am. When somebody asks me to do something, if I say yes, I'm in 110%. And you have to be that way. You have to commit when God calls you to do something. If, if you're feeling that call, you have to commit to it. Because if you're half-hearted in doing it, Lord's just going to move on to somebody else. And you may miss out on a purpose or a blessing that you didn't even imagine that was
1: going to come your way. Yeah. Or you just walk around the same mountain 75 times. I mean, (laughs) the thing is, is that God, as long as you're breathing on this earth, God hasn't changed his mind on you. You know, you got to understand something. It's God hasn't changed his mind. As long as you're breathing here on this earth, the whole premise and the whole story behind Abraham. And I mean, Abraham was 80 years old before he had a kid. God said, you're going to be the father of nations. I mean, and then, then he was 80. I mean, like, you know, he it's, it's, it's virtually impossible. And his wife was barren. I mean, so, I mean, you're talking about uphill battle, You know, Moses, Moses was 80 years old and, you know, had all types of, you know, reasons why he wasn't the one, but here's the reality. You can keep going around that mountain, but as long as there's breath in your lungs, God hasn't changed his mind on you. And you may, here's the thing. He may not, some of you may not know exactly the details of the purpose he's called you to, but it's in this season where he's going to give you the next blueprint. You just know that there's something great. You just know that it might have something to do with this, or it's in this area or that God stirred your heart in this way towards these people. And you don't really know exactly what it is. And that's okay. He doesn't show you everything it's part of the process, but your future, your future is going to take a dedication, right? A commitment unconditionally. And listen to this to the assignment, what assignment to God's assignment to going, God, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm going to do it your way. I'm going to do, I'm going to be open to it. I'm going to be available. And then here's the thing from that point on, this is where the, when we will get into this over the next couple of days because we're just really talking. Honestly, we just touched on like the future. Really? We just touched on like the purpose, finding your your divine purpose and kind of finding that, or maybe realizing that it's still there. It's not dead. You know, understand that it's not dead. So with that being said, when you embrace the assignment from that point on the Lord applies his favor. When Joshua said, okay, and, he, and when he said, okay, listen, he committed. Is it favor that the seat, that the river parted? Absolutely. I'm going to tell you that some people wouldn't have been able to make it apart up across that river. Honestly, it was favor that he closed the river behind him. Yeah, absolutely. Because it
0: steed It, it put in it put in concrete your commitments here cool there's no turning back
1: yes amen so who so who has to embrace something this morning so moving forward we're going to talk about faith favor in your future part two we're just going to name it part two faith favor and in fu- your future because it's your future okay so who has to embrace their assignment today what assignment have you been resisting Today, today, what have you been resisting? And I'm going to tell you the assignment that you're resisting. If, is, if it's from God, it's, it's, it's the best that you can experience in your life. But when you, when you unconditionally commit to it, just like Joshua, God will apply his favor. We're going to talk about that tomorrow. And, and by the way, when he went across and God applied his favor, he conquered the most fortified city in the promised land, which was Jericho, Without a single casualty. I, I want, you know, cause we're going to, we're going to move off of Joshua. We're going to talk about Abraham. We're going to talk about Peter. We're gonna talk about you. We're gonna talk about your favorite in, in your future. But here's the thing with Joshua, when Joshua, who was, who felt ultimately unqualified, embraced his future, God applied his favor.
0: Song of the day today. Cause we kind of touched on it is, uh, available from elevation. I felt like it was kind of fitting with what we were talking about. Uh, Amen. the first part of this. But hope everybody had a great weekend. Hope you guys have a blessed week. I can't, my week can only go up after this morning's workout. So, I mean, exactly. (laughs) And on that note, we out. Thanks so much for listening. If you're enjoying the podcast and you want to connect further, check out the David Villa's Game Changer group on Facebook. We'll see you next time on the next episode of Game Changer.